Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bended Knee. Today is March 10th, in the year 2022, and it is a Thursday already. I can't believe that last. That was pretty good. I don't know what technical problem was going on at the beginning, but I'll tell you, it couldn't even get the thing going. So I just rebooted everything and magic. So we will not be silenced, right? Hey, before we begin today, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's the warrior's coffee for our time. This coffee is engineered to give you that boost of energy you need in the in the day, throughout the entire day, sustained energy and mental focus, and then also to boost your immune system. It's part of a whole health ecosystem of products that are designed to boost your health and get back your health sovereignty. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract. Earth, which is a full body nutrient, which is powder mixed with water. Drink it like a shake. Gives your body the full nutrient base it needs. And Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you encounter. All of these things are designed to boost your immune system, reclaim the strength in your health, and keep you away from these sort of death intern camps we call hospitals and away from the pharmaceutical industry's bioweapons. Again, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. The Expedition Coffee is the foundation product that gets everything going. So check it out again, ExpeditionCoffee.com. All right, Patriots, so we started a little bit late today. My apologies. But technical difficulties do happen, and we're doing okay. Here's the thing. We are really in a place right now where there's a lot of clamoring about war and a lot of clamoring about the end of times. There's a lot of clamoring about this potential next phase, which is going to be like a bioweapon war or a nuclear war. And they have everybody rattled about that. The fact is that we're in the war. And I don't think people really have given a lot of thought that are throwing those things out there, how the information war in its end, is as destructive as any war out there. And that's we're going to talk a little bit more about that after prayer, but it's going to be part of the feature later tonight and then again tomorrow. And by the way, I've got Zach Payne on tonight uh, from Red Pill 78. He's going to have a great discussion. has a lot of good things to say about Ukraine. So check out that in Bards FM tonight. But the whole principle is that we, we are being guided to visualize a war and to be living in fear. And all of these things that they use continue to be engineered to keep us separated from God and to keep our connection with him weakened through the fear that they put inside of us. So we have to step away from it. So with that said, let's pray. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time we've come together. And we thank you for the blessings that you bestow upon us in these days. One of those greatest blessings, Lord, is the vision you've given us and clarity to see the truth behind so many of the facades, to literally witness the truth surface and to see the true face of evil in its many forms. Lord, so much of our world has been constructed around idolatries, the worships of things, the worships of people, the worships of ideas that have nothing to do with the place in which you want us to walk. And so much of that worship is also about a me-centered culture where somehow even our spirituality becomes about me, me getting saved, me walking in Christ, me working with you instead of the collective us and serving you, Lord, which is the most important thing. So, Lord, we begin today with a humbling before you just to ask for your forgiveness 
for our times in those transgressions and we fall, when we seem to put ourselves before you. And Lord, that is so important too for us to comprehend and to really embrace the idea that we are here in true service to you. And it's there that all things make sense. It's when we try to take on this world, Lord, as we speak humbly today, that we try to take it on our own shoulders, that we become lost and we feel the stresses of the time. We feel the weight of the fears, the anxieties, the anger, the hate. All of those things are used as tools to control us as we try to solve those problems and walk that path alone instead of walking it truly in trust and with you. So we're reminded always, Lord, that we shall walk by faith, not by sight. And in so doing, that truly means putting our trust in you. Lord, as we sit here today, we we want to imagine what that might look like. And I, I guess one of those things is we could imagine ourselves in a darkness, complete darkness, where we couldn't even see our hand before our face. How would we find our way through? And it won't be by our eyes, but it will be by our faith and trust in you. So, Lord, we ask that in this moment where we've failed to accomplish that level of commitment to you, that we are forgiven. We, we today are, are asked that we give, are given mercy for the wanderings of the many who have sought a misguided way to try to take this world on on their own shoulders and then be subject to the fear and temptations of fear and anger and hatred and all the negativities that are put before them to deviate them from a path which would be a path of freedom and liberty when walking with you. Lord, we are in a a challenging time where constantly there is this place in the world of fear porn and fear mongering related to wars and deaths and destructions and end of times. And yet, Lord, we're reminded of the renewal that you're putting within our hearts, the renewal of the faith that we're witnessing all around our world, the renewal of our love in you. And that's not an end of times thing, Lord. That's a starting again. That's a new path. That's a new beginning. So, Lord, we just ask that you'll put on our hearts the strength of the new beginnings, knowing that this is going to be a challenging time. We're going to have to endure moments that are difficult. We're going to have to come together and work together to get through this. But, Lord, we're seeking that path forward that is the path that Christ would walk, the path that you would want us to walk. And in so doing, Lord, we just we sit here just in awe in the perfection of all things and how you've managed to move this time and this space where we can not only see what's before us and see the evil that was controlling us, but now begin to see yet a new path that emerges out in front of us. Not, a, not one of either or, one or zero, but this path, your path, which breaks us away, takes us in an exodus away from this dominion of evil. We have to find that, Lord, and that's the path back to you. And we trust in you and all that you've guided us and led us to. We, we're we now at a place where we feel that strength that has risen within us to try to get us a better footing as we climb this hill, this climb this mountain, and head towards that narrow gate. And what we need now, Lord, is your blessing to help us continue to break down the walls of division, to continue to find the places of unity within one another, respect for one another, always realizing that you created us uniquely, each one of us. We're not a cookie-cutter model. We're not, we're, we're, we're not the same, and we shouldn't be. But with all of the eyes together, with all of the hearts together, we start to create something profound. We start to create 
a new way forward where we can innovate new things and innovate new ways of living and find ways of getting along. I think, Lord, truly, if we've come to one understanding, it's the wars and conflicts, the hatred for one another was so engineered by a handful of beings, a handful of men. And it was done intentionally to damage us, to give us distrust between one another, to make us so we can't get back together. So, Lord, we just say no to that today. No more of that. We want to be back together. We want to find the unity in the, in the body of Christ. We want to find that walk where we are working to support and raise up one another, where we're seeking for new reaches of success and, un, and limitless potential. We're working in a world of unlimited possibilities, not confined by what we're told we can and can't do, but rather encouraged by the things that we can do and reminded that we can go farther than ever before. Lord, if there's one thing right now to inspire the hearts of the many, it's that. That nothing before us is, is an obstacle we can't overcome. That what we face right now is, is a difficult moment, but it's a difficult moment because there's a handful of people that are trying to make it difficult, that are trying to make it fearful, that are trying to manipulate that into our heads. Let us remember the, the helmet of salvation, the idea of protecting our thoughts, and keeping our eyes on the focus of Christ. Let us, let us remember the breastplate of righteousness to be able to protect our heart and strengthen our heart as we move forward into battle. Let us remember the belt of truth that it sits upon us and where we, we holster and carry our sword, our sword of the Spirit, which we have to wield with precision and perfection. But nonetheless, this is a fight, Lord, of words of prayer, of the spiritual connection in you. And that powerful walk that we make now as warriors in this fight. But we're wielding this fight with a different type of weapon. It's a weapon of prayer. It's a weapon of putting our love and respect for one another first. It's a weapon we're using that is so powerful in its fellowship and it's in its giving and in its love and appreciation that literally nothing can overcome it. That we can conquer all. We have dominion over evil. And we have the right to step on snakes and scorpions. Lord, we pray just for the, the accomplishment of that, the, the realization of all that is. And so much of that, Lord, comes from an intimate relationship with you. The conversations that we need to be having, we pray for that. That, that many can just have a conversation with you. Not to find some formal method of prayer or some specific scripture they have to say to you. If that's how they choose to speak, that's fine. But to truly... We pray for people to get to know you, know you as our father, know Christ as our brother and our king, to get to have that intimate space where we're having open conversations to bring you into our lives to, so that you can share in our lives, be part of our lives, guide us in our lives so that we can hear you clearly. And let us pray for listening, to set our egos aside, to set our concerns of wanting to be heard aside, to set our fears and anxieties aside that blinds us in our listening and blinds us in our sight, but rather to take time now to listen to one another. Slow down a bit. We pray for that, Lord, that we can take time to break bread, have a conversation, listen to what one is saying and the other, to start putting things in perspective of not living in a world where everything is given to us, but rather living in a world where we seek to have a hard, diligent work in life, a purposeful work in life, 
that everything about which we create honors you, raises you up, and gives, gives the respect to Christ for all he's done for us. So, Lord, in this time as we walk, we just pray that you'll walk with us boldly. Bless us in this walk. We ask Christ Jesus just to be with us in each and every one of our breaths and to lead us through this fog. We can see clearly and find our way to the other side and know that we will overcome this because you love us, Father, and we thank you for that so much. So we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, we have to start making a new way forward, in my opinion. We have to find that new path forward that puts aside so much of this nonsense that they're doing. This war has been a war of information from the beginning. And so much about the war of information is to create phantoms and ghosts and to create the fears within those that we can't overcome. Constantly under the thumb of control because we're afraid somebody that we don't know, somebody who's faceless, is somehow going to press a little red button that's going to launch a big missile, that's going to drop a big bomb, and then everybody's going to die, and everybody's going to starve. Oh, <laughs> the drama. As the world burns. Should be a new soap opera. We need to move to a place where we ex ex start to acknowledge what that method of warfare is they're using. It's a psyop, truly. It's to get in our heads. It's to control our thoughts. It's to have us shape outcomes. It's for us to become the method of evil because we become so consumed with the imaginary boogeymen and the things that go bump in the night. We can do better than that. And when we start to realize that, we start to realize that there's always stewardship in what we do. There always should be. We need to prepare for times of scarcity. We need to prepare for not being dependent on banks and dependent on the material junk that they encourage us to buy endlessly. We need to steward better. We need to live more with a conservative sense of what items we need, and we can always live with less. We need to live simply so others can simply live. We need to take more responsibility for our food. We need to reclaim the responsibility of educating our children. We need to put the church and the God and God back at the center of our home. We need to take responsibility for our health and our wellness. And we need to take responsibility for the works that we do, not just relying on always working for somebody else because ultimately I truly believe that too many people are afraid to venture out and to trust in God to start a business and to start something on their own. It's a lot easier to take a job from somebody else. It's mindless and, and, and doesn't lack really any connection to God, but it's, it's a wonderful job to take because you're getting big benefits and 401k promises and et cetera, et cetera. That should not be our focus. Our focus now should be reclaiming that grounding in the rock of faith. And each of these steps that we make to reclaim our right as a sovereign entity on this earth, it's a step away from them and a step closer to God. We don't have a formula for how to live in God's world. We don't. We don't have that. We can say, well, it says in the Bible this or that. We have not lived that way of life. We can't envision. We can speculate and we can test it and we can trust. I mean, that's the big word and we must trust. But we can't look back and go, oh, look at this period of time. They lived perfectly with God. There was never any problems. There was a perfect cycle of things. There was plenty of everything. 
We don't really have that. We have the indications that that occurred in the scriptures. But we're forging something really amazing here. And the way forward that we're doing it is we're saying, we're going to trust in you, Lord. We're going to trust in the nature of who we are. And in so doing, we are literally going to transform this world in such a way that when we're through, it will be a place that you will want to come back and be in the throne again above us. That's profound. It's truly at the core of trusting in Father. It's truly at the core of listening to Jesus. And as we do and as we walk forward and as we do that with each other, we have to forge new ways of relationships. We start to value our interactions with one another. We take time to consider what we're saying. We take time to listen. We take time to pay attention to the details. We take the care because we want to, to help one another, to love thy neighbor as I would love myself. And as we do these things, they're transformational in the end. And as we bring the Lord into our life, into our daily life, that's conversations you're having, literally an intimacy to bring the Lord into our life. These things aren't far away. Matter of fact, they're just a half a step from where we are. It's when we want to rug it up on the trail and go that other way and say, I want to try something over here by myself. Okay, but don't expect it to be an easy walk if you're going to walk without God. And don't expect it to be as, be the, reach the fulfilling goals that you want if you're not walking with God. No one in this whole process is saying egalitarian worlds. No one in this process is saying that everything is equal. That's that socialist nonsense that they keep forcing down people's throat because God does not make everything equal. But he does present his children to be free and not to be dominant over one another. We are we have liberty in our heart. And as we approach that with respect for one another and the love that God created all of us, that's the center point where we start to shift the entire paradigm of how this world works and we move the control from their game board into God's play field. And where he's working, no one can tread except his children. At least not tread comfortably. So I just leave you with this always to consider just how powerful it is when we change the rules of the game. When we take a, when we take truly a war that's been waged upon us in words and manipulation and lies and deceit and, and the stirrings of fear and anger. And we say no more. We're simply going to walk with God and we're going to try to find ways to heal and the wounds and build the bridges between one another. And once we do that, the entire system that we've known begins to unravel. And it's unraveling now. We just encourage it, and it goes faster. And in the end, it's God that wins, and the glorious part is we're right there with him. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. It's a beautiful time to be alive, patriots. Keep your prayers up. Pray for that unity and that strength between us and the healing and the bridges that need to be built. God is with us. He's never going to forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But I know in my heart that we're here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. And our mission is pretty clear to me. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Have a blessed day, patriots. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. 
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. 
we stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.